This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, CISA is taking new steps to make your email even safer. The Defense Department is looking to expand private in-home child care. And the Defense Intelligence Agency just inked a massive IT contract. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. The Pentagon wants to incentivize defense contractors to take their cybersecurity more seriously. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. Having good cybersecurity could result in higher profit margins for defense contractors, or it could help them differentiate their proposals from the competition. Those are a couple incentives the Defense Department is considering before the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification becomes a reality. Getting a CMMC certificate will eventually be a requirement in some defense contracts, but it won't be effective for at least nine months as it works through a lengthy rulemaking process. So DOD is looking for ways to encourage good network security practices in the meantime. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Defense Department is looking to expand private in-home child care as one way to deal with staffing shortages at military-run daycare centers. DOD started a pilot program earlier this year that vets private providers against the same standards it uses for its own child development centers. If they're approved, parents get a subsidy to help pay for the care. DOD is also expanding its outreach efforts to certify more private child care centers for fee assistance. The Defense Intelligence Agency just inked a massive IT contract. DIA awarded General Dynamics Information Technology an $829 million contract to provide IT help desk services for the entire agency. GDIT beat out four other competitors to win the award. The deal runs through January 2032. GDIT is already on contract to provide cloud-based email and collaboration tools across the Defense Department. That's under the Defense Enterprise Office Solutions contract, which provides Microsoft 365 services to 3.2 million DoD users. As the physical and logical security systems come closer together, the General Services Administration is giving agencies some help. GSA issued a new self-assessment toolkit based on the NIST standards for local or enterprise-wide physical access control systems. Agencies can use the assessment to obtain recommended changes to a physical access control policy or PACS configuration that meets the intended federal identity and credential access management end state. This end state for PACS encompasses secure, auditable, and interoperable physical access controls based on authentication mechanisms available via the PIV card. The Defense Department's multi-billion dollar household goods moving contract faces another bid protest. Connected Global Solutions challenged the $6.8 billion award at the Government Accountability Office. They joined another losing bidder, American Roll-On Roll-Off Cargo, who also filed a GAO protest last week. GAO has until early March to decide whether to uphold one or both protests. This is the second time DOD has awarded the Global Household Goods contract, but GAO sustained a protest to the first award last year, prompting the department to start again. 
CISA is taking new steps to make your email even safer. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. More than four years ago, DHS mandated the use of DMARC, or Domain-Based Message Authentication Reporting and Conformance Standards. Now CISA is looking to go even further with protective email services and by conducting threat and incident hunting. CISA through GSA released a request for information seeking industry feedback on these capabilities. In the RFI, CISA outlined three possible approaches to protective email services and asked for industry feedback on their current approach, risks, and to make recommendations. Responses to the RFI are due December 20th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Space Force is considering outsourcing some of its spying capabilities. The service is looking to see if a private company could maintain and operate its space-based space surveillance system. The contract is currently handled by Boeing. The Space Force is only considering the option at this time. Responses are due by early December. The Defense Department is working on a new portal for medical patients. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. Some private medical practices have started using mobile communications to stay in touch with patients between appointments. Now the military health system wants to do the same thing. The Defense Health Agency is prototyping a virtual education center that allows health providers to answer questions anytime and send it to a patient's phone or email account. The portal also provides important health resources. The Defense Health Agency's next step would be to pilot the program in several hospitals. It hopes to fully launch the portal by 2023. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. GAO is reporting that the federal workforce is falling short on expertise in cybersecurity and artificial intelligence. To fill that gap, the Government Accountability Office is telling Congress how standing up a federal academy to train employees on digital skills could help address this talent shortage. GAO finds many workers with these in-demand skills are not willing to endure the lengthy federal hiring process and that agencies don't offer competitive pay. Senate Armed Services Subcommittee on Personnel Chairwoman Kirsten Gillibrand requested the GAO study. A proposed rule ending sub-minimum wages for certain federal contracts gets more time for public comments. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Ability One Commission is allowing more time to comment on a rule that would bar federal contractors and subcontractors who participate in its program from paying a subminimum wage to workers who are blind or have a physical or mental disability. Members of the public now have until December 12th to weigh in on the proposed rule. The Federal Register notice from October says the rule would affect more than 40% of nonprofits in the program. But the rule would only improve wages for a small number of employees with disabilities who get paid less than minimum wage. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. For more on these stories, go to federalnewsnetwork.com. I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or van pool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. 